period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand. When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply. And I just need to know who is willing to stand. can't be what you do. It has to be who you are. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security principle over party and truth over your favorite personality thank you so much for joining us today sound is on camera is on jc is sitting next to me looks like we're ready for a show jc all right in studio a little bit kind of low there dude this is as high as it goes man mm-hmm. it's the camera is like really close up on us today so i think maybe it's just a little bit different view for everybody hello welcome richard kramer says here for his daily dose of liberty welcome from indiana uh and tacoma and southeast texas jc and i were just in southeast texas we had a great time by the way uh we went to the border we went to mccallan texas where if you didn't if you watched friday's show uh you saw that we interviewed our jc actually interviewed the pastor there and he said they had i don't remember was like uh, almost a million a month two hundred thousand a month two hundred thousand a month uh of these yeah, up, up to a million now, I guess, this year. Up to a million this year. Crossing the border there. The crossing the border invasion from the Biden administration, and can I just simply add there, from the Abbott administration. The Abbott administration is allowing 200,000 people to cross our border illegally to come into every state in America illegally. The Abbott administration. I'll just say that again. The Abbott administration. Oh my gosh. We have two teenage boys. I'm just, <laughs> who just walked the dog through the neighborhood in ghillie suits. Come here. Come here. Come here. This is what teenage boys do in the Chris Ann Hall household. They. They have ghillie suits, and then they walk the dog in ghillie suits. Mike says, why? Uh, Because they can. (laughs) Because they can. This is the Chris Ann Hall, J.C. Hall household, where the the teenage boys ask for ghillie suits for their birthdays. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 
Bigfoot, Mike said. Yeah. Yeah, you have like no idea, Chewbacca. Mike. Like Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Anyway, uh, while we were there, we actually drove by the largest holding camp. And we really yeah. tried to get pictures. JC drove by with the camera out the door. It, yeah, it's all, it's high fenced. And I mean, it just didn't, we, we didn't get any good. I mean, I have some video, but. Uh, it really wasn't worth fi- nah. going live or filming. As a matter of fact, when no. we drove by, we they shut the gate. Mm-hmm. So that we couldn't even see inside the gate. Yep. If this is paid for with our tax dollars. This is public property. One of the buses. We should came be able to walk through there. While we were there. Yeah. But uh, One of the buses again, you couldn't through. you couldn't see anything. No, there wasn't anything to see. But you can tell the massive, massive tents. Massive, massive tents. It's just it's just absolutely incredible. We have some leaked footage from the um, from the um, uh, border where the border guy who is it let's see which video is this no this one all right let's get this one up here for you so you can hear this leaked from the border patrol Oh, wrong one. I don't like Instagram because I can't see. It doesn't give me like the whole title there. We tried that one. Let's try this one. Oh. <laughs> That's the one I just did. Oh, bless Chris Ann Hall, please help her. JC's losing patience with me, but it'll be all right. I'm closed doors in this leaked audio talking to Board of. Okay, what happened? I don't know. It started to play. Let's see if we can make it play again. Border Patrol agents, Mayorkas says the situation is more dire than he is publicly willing to admit. This is unsustainable. Uh, these numbers cannot continue. We cannot um, get to a point where we were a couple weeks ago, and we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. We're looking at the policy options. Behind closed doors. Can you believe that? The Border Patrol is saying this is unsustainable. We cannot keep this up. And I'm just wondering, why are we even trying? Why, why do we have to let these people come in? Where is Greg Abbott? Greg Abbott, running for office, the absent governor of Texas, allowing this to happen. By the way, you can blame this on Biden, but it comes down on the governor of Texas because that's his state and that's the state he swore an oath to protect and defend. And we've got actually got sheriffs there that are trying to do everything that they can do to stop the trickle. But the bottom line is Abbott 
has got to get in control. He's got to, Abbott's got to stop running in his mouth and he's got to start doing things. That's, that's the bottom line. And I don't care what anybody says. You can blame Biden all you want. This is not a Biden problem anymore. It's a Biden problem for encouraging it, but it's a Abbott problem for not enforcing federal law on the border. I mean, how many times do I have to tell you? It is a federal crime to transport, to uh, hire and house people who are not going through the immigration process. JC, if a farmer did this, the federal government would be on that farmer $10,000 fine per person with 10 years in prison per person. But now we have the federal government and now Greg Abbott not even enforcing the law. So come on, Texas. Come on, Texas. Time to get on Abbott. And when the governors of the rest of the states need to be putting pressure on Abbott too because Abbott is, is allowing this problem to go through. Oh, good God allowing uh, this problem to spread throughout the United States. This is a problem that is, uh, the, the guy at the uh, coffee shop said eight to 10 buses a day just drive by the coffee shop full of people moving them around, which is probably 100 people. That would be times 10,000 per person. What kind of fine do you get to the bus drivers? Why doesn't the sheriff just pull these people over and say, no, nope, no, nope, go back. Time to go back. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys because on Friday we told you we were going to show you video and we didn't show you video. I don't know some of you have been texting me and asking about it saying because uh, we had we'd even told you that we were going to be online live on Saturday and it just it just didn't work out. So. I just wanted you guys to know why that didn't work out that way. I just way. find the whole conversation very strange. It makes, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I just, somebody help me wrap my brain about what's going on there. The leaked, leaked conversation. Mm-hmm. This is the Secretary of Homeland Security. Right. Who's he talking to? I don't understand this conversation. This is out of control. This is understanding that son says, you're in charge. Right. Who is he talking to? I mean, this is the the guy. This is the guy who's in charge of it. Talking to the people who open and shut the gate. Right. This makes, it makes no, the conversation makes no sense to me. Is this theater? Mm -hmm. Is this complete kabuki theater? It'd be like me standing at my front door and, and they're just hordes of people coming in my house. Behind closed and doors. And I stand on the front steps going, this is out of control. control agents. Well, we're not going to let, we, we can't let this continue. This is unsustainable. Explain to me how that conversation makes any sense. I, I literally do not understand what is happening here with this so-called leaked audio 
of this man making these comments. Mayorkas says the situation is more dire than he is publicly willing to admit. Am I off here? Do do you guys understand where I'm coming Mm -hmm. from? Absolutely. Somebody explain to me how this makes sense. Who, Who is he complaining to? Who is he talking to? It's, it's, it's your troops. You're the one in charge of this. They're the ones doing this. This is unsustainable. I just don't get it. So what is, what is he implying here? Well, he That says- some other forces have infiltrated Border Patrol and they're bringing in people who sh- okay. above and beyond the numbers that are supposed to be. I don't get this. No, what he's saying is uh, the policies that are in play are not working because he says this is unsustainable these numbers cannot continue we cannot get um to the point where we're a couple of weeks in and we're gonna make uh what is it sure this doesn't happen we're looking at the policy options what policy there is a freaking fence and a gate right you are opening up the gate driving buses in loading them on, driving through the gate, and dispersing them throughout the country. Yeah. Well, but Okay, so the- you go, um, close the gate. Well, I think what he's telling... I mean, it's what, pretty easy. No, but I think what he's telling us is that he's not in charge of closing the gate. Right, so... Behind closed. So who's in charge? So he is. That's what, what I'm saying. How does this, this is, make any sense? This is what I get, right? He's like, this is unsustainable. Hey, guys, I realize that this is unsustainable. This is a mess. We're looking at policy options. Shut up, GH. You're a freaking idiot, moron. Go away. But idiot. Here's here's the problem, right? He's not in charge. I think that's what we're hearing. He's not in charge. So the question becomes then, who's, who's in charge? Who's doing this? Who's making this happen? That's my point. And this I is think, nonsensical. Right, but here's, here's, here's also my point. Um, it doesn't really, it's kind of, ma- it, it, it's, it's kind of this, this kind of philosophy. I don't care who started the fight, I'm going to finish it. It doesn't matter whose policy this is. It has to be Abbott that steps up and stops it. It shouldn't be these people who obviously don't know their butts from a f- hole in the ground who are, making po- who are making policies that are set to destroy America, right? They're making policies that were, are set to destroy America. So if it's not working, but wait a minute, he says it's not working. I think the problem is it's actually working because the people who are creating these policies are the ones who want this massive invasion to come in. They're going to get these people to vote. They're moving them to key cities so that they can vote. That's why they're fighting all of the uh, laws that are trying to be established at the state level for voter ID for uh, in- integrity of mail-in ballots. That's where they're fighting this. This is all a, a political coup. Hey, Janice, get one of these. Get you one of these, Janice. And then go read 
the statements of Jesus. Get familiar <laughs> with your Bible, Janice. Well, I'll open the doors today. But anyway, I'm just watching the doofuses in the chat room. That's what I mean. Maybe some don't of them don't call people names. You're well, supposed to be a Christian. Yeah, Jesus called them pretty wicked much vipers. the founder of Christianity. Did a lot of name calling. Yeah, Janice. He did. Yeah, he did. Go back to your social justice church. She can't. It's find, closed. Find a Bible. She can't Read go to Bible. her social justice. Get familiar with a guy named Jesus and how he talked and how he spoke to people. Especially wicked get out of your people. Touchy feely fake Christianity where where you molly coddle everybody. Yep. Vipers. Yep. Whitewashed sepulchers. Yeah. Of your father, the devil. Yeah. Shall right. I throw a table over, Janice? Shall I fashion a whip and chase people out of the room? <laughs> Are you familiar with that, Jesus? Apparently not, Janice. Don't preach to me. Go preach somewhere else. Go back to your social justice church and kiss everybody. She Who can't. Freaking cares? It's closed. Her G&H social justice. is an idiot, and it's on display for everybody to see he's an idiot. Everybody in the chat room knows he's an idiot. Yeah. So there you go, Janice. That's what he is. Did you, did did I'm not in GH the mood. I'm not in the mood today. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. Obviously. Don't even start with no, me. No, no, no. Here's the problem. Janice. JC actually GH. has GH is gone. I blocked yeah. GH. I got tired of distraction. I got tired of moronic nonsense. Yeah. So JC has taken a social media hiatus because he's not in the mood. Not in the mood. People are <laughs> so- stupid. When JC says he has to take a hiatus, it's because he's not in the mood. So there you go. All right. Praying for all of us. JC, I message you on Instagram. Are you still on Instagram? Did you take a hiatus there too? I'm, I'm not looking at it for a, a while. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not in the mood. How about we just deal with that? Because you, you got this debacle in Afghanistan. I mean... Biden's a joke. The whole administration's a joke. We understand that. But what ir- what ir- so and and I like that's a given. And by the way, everybody in their brother who calls themselves a conservative is going to is going to regurgitate that. Oh, look at Afghanistan. Biden sucks. Oh, wow, that's creative. That's novel. Tell us something we don't know. Now, what no apparent conservative wants to talk about is who is actually behind the whole thing in the first place. So when I point out and this is a fact, this is a fact and I don't care whether you like it or not. Every and I repeat every administration from George Bush forward and probably before has bowed to Saudi Arabia and the royal family. Every administration from from Bush to Biden, full stop, no exceptions. Okay, I don't care whether you like that or not. It's a fact. And so this idea, oh, we're there to fight the Taliban and look at this debacle. If you'd actually listen to people. All right. And learn from history. We and, and, and I see this this uh, I don't even know who it was anyway anymore. Some conservative talking head. Oh, this was predictable because so and so said it. It was predictable. This is predictable. And they said, oh, this was predictable on January, whatever the, 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 the day that Biden got elected. No, this was predictable on September 12th, 2001. And if you actually listen to history and you listen to people who know what they're talking about, who are not just some party, partisan, tribal, uh, idolater hack 
who all they know is go Republican. Oh, hey, Democrats are bad. Republicans are bad. Trump evil. Biden evil. No, there is a globalist cabal that has been sending young American men and women to the meat grinder for decades in order to increase their power and wealth. So you go ahead and cheer for a bunch of psychopathic, murderous, warmongering lunatics just to get just to get points for your tribal partisan team. Go Republicans. We love Trump. Who freaking cares what is happening in Afghanistan and the result that we see playing out, in fact, has nothing to do with Biden or Trump. And you keep focusing on that, and we never talk about the real culprits, and you never talk about the real winners of the war. All this stupid conversation about who won the war, who lost the war. I tell you who lost the war. The American people, humanity, that's who lost the war. Who won the war? Oh, McDonnell Douglas, General Dynamics, uh, Central Banks, the Saudi royal family, a bunch of globalist, murderous, bloodthirsty, warmongering psychopaths. That's who's won. But go ahead, conservatives, just to get points for your team. Keep on cheering that crap while a bunch of sickos send your boys and girls to the killing fields for no freaking reason except to fill their bank accounts. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear how bad Biden is because of Afghanistan. And oh, if they would have just done what Trump said, shove that where the sun doesn't shine. If you say if your argument is Trump or Biden in relation to what is happening in Afghanistan, you don't have one freaking clue what's really going on in the world. <laughs> Rant over. Well, I have a, a also a bit of a, you know, a bit of a elaboration on that as well. I don't think I'm I haven't gotten there yet, so maybe I won't rant too. But uh, I wanted to show just so you you are aware of the media. Oh, by the way, JC, I blocked somebody. I just Good. wanted you to know this might be the day that we are blocking people. Apparently, um, there's a guy or some person on here that went by the moniker Truth and Freedom or something, and uh, they went on and on about how... Uh, JC Chrisan enjoying your God complex today, are you? And so, yes, I am. Thank yes, you I very am. much. Uh, Piss off. <laughs> yes, I am. And my God complex is so big, I have now blocked you from my show. <laughs> so there you have Thou it. Thou shalt be blocked. <laughs> Thou shalt be blocked. So saith me. <laughs> Richard Kramer, you don't get to say you're a first-time viewer. Shut, shut up. <laughs> Bear, we got some new people in the audience, and they're like, whoa, what did I just jump into? <laughs> JC, not in the mood. J this, I should have titled this show today, JC's Not in the Mood. But let me show you what's coming, what kind of crap is coming across the media with Afghanistan, just so you can see this. Uh, this is another video. And it will work. Everything is under control. Everything will be fine, the commander says. Nobody should worry. What's your message to America right now? America already spent enough time in Afghanistan. They need to leave, he tells us. They already lost lots of lives and lots of money. People come up to them to pose for photographs. death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. 
That was a CNN reporter talking about how uh, they, they seem uh, friendly. Check this out. This is actually um, the, the CNN reporter who, who did this video, right? So she's all wrapped up in her Taliban headgear. Yeah. Head yeah. So this is before she's reporting in Kabul now. Uh, she's been reporting Kabul this whole time. This is the way she was on Sunday. And in the video that I just showed you that wasn't actually playing, but you heard the audio, this is how she's dressed herself uh, to now hang out in Kabul. 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 Well, Kabul. I mean, because the Taliban are there now. Yeah. She's yeah. probably afraid she'll get killed if she doesn't, you know, respect, well, dress like that. You got to respect. Respect if, the Taliban. If you watch the full video, she's dressed like this, and she's like, oh, but they seem very nice to us. They're very right. friendly. Sure. And then about two and a half seconds later, they're coming over, and now she's, like, hovering on the side. She's like, mm. they don't like a woman here. I'm making them very uncomfortable. I have to stand over here at the side Those while she's dressed idiots. in her burqa, right? They're idiots. They're while all I'm, idiots. Oh, but they're so friendly. But they're so friendly. So the spice must flow. Death Just to America, so you know. but they but they seem they're yeah. shouting death to America, they're but they seem shouting death to they're America. They're shouting it in a very friendly way. In a friendly way. Yeah. Like the peaceful protests, right? Like the violent protests where they're burning down buildings that are mostly peaceful. Because burning down buildings and Oh, but I but I thought they were but I thought we were there to liberate, you know, and, yeah. and put an end to all that. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that why we were there? Yeah, Paula says. I mean, surely you could you can you can accomplish that stated purpose in twenty years, in the course of twenty years. Yeah, she's not responsibly masked. Yeah. <laughs> so so they could not they could not they couldn't get that done in twenty years. Mm -hmm. uh, it it almost makes you think maybe that wasn't the reason they were there. Mm, no, if we, here's I mean, the isn't thing, that if, weird? If we're that incompetent that we can't do something like this in in twenty years, then I, I, we're either that incompetent, or, or they or they knew there. I mean, the Russians couldn't do it. The, the British couldn't do it. The Russians couldn't do it after them. Uh, you know, it's, it almost makes you think. Well, maybe they knew that you, you can't have success conquering that place in the first place, and it's a good thing that's not why we're here. I mean, it almost would make a person with half a brain think that. Yeah. If we have, I mean, what, what was it? The British in uh, 1842, the Soviet Union in 1989. I mean, we have hundreds and hundreds of years of history. Alexander the Great, let's throw him in there. Thousands of years of history. Mm -hmm. Surely, surely, they couldn't have overlooked that. Mm -mm. Oh, we didn't know that. Wow. Hey, guys, we just found out this land is unconquerable. Uh, we better do a withdrawal. It kind of makes you think they probably knew that in the first place. So that's not know. why they went there. I don't know. There's a bunch of people who think socialism is a good idea for a model for government, and it fails well, every well, time, but then you have to. Well, but then you have to throw in the opium triangle. That was basically shut down right in Southeast Asia, right, and had to find a new place and shift, and it turned out to be this area, 
right? You add that little piece of information and then how much operations the CIA had in Afghanistan being the lead, really the tip of the spear mm -hmm. during that operation. I mean, then those details make you think other bizarre thoughts. Like it just adds to the to the crazy idea that maybe we weren't there to fight the Taliban in the first place. To fight the Taliban that we created? Yeah, I mean, you know, let, let's let's that not even talk about the fact that, that we, we were there training, creating and training the Mujahideen uh, in this place. Creating and funding and training. I want to know, did the funding but nothing ever... nothing to see here. But did the funding... Oh, uh, Trump. Did the funding ever stop when we were there fighting the people we were funding? Democrats are bad. Biden's an idiot. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I. Red, white, and blue. <laughs> Beat the Taliban. All right, back to our local news. This is something that's very encouraging to me, by the way. We have uh, protests going on in the state capitol in Oklahoma. Now, this is more like it, right? This is more like what we should be seeing in America. These numbers of people, look at, they're packed in there. Mm -hmm. On this floor, on this floor in Oklahoma, they're not, by the way, I bet you nobody in there is actually protesting. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like how we use this language, um, anti-vaccines. Nobody there is actually protesting the vaccine. They're protesting the mandate. Mm -hmm. You want to get a jab? Do it, dude. You want to wear a mask? Do it. That's what liberty is all about. But when you have a government that is going to be forcing you and weaponizing businesses to make you do something, then you have tyranny. So that's, I, I just wanted to say. Good job, Oklahoma. Good job, Oklahoma. Uh, thanks for setting the trend for the rest of America. Thanks for giving an example and now the rest of us need to show up in numbers like that or even bigger than that i mean this is a lot of people people and we need lots and lots of people do you need to block somebody again no no i, I was just uh what else you got for us <clears throat> i want to talk about this homeland security bulletin that came out let's do it the homeland security bulletin came out august 13th here it is right here on your screen. And um, this, now let me give you the backstory on why this has come up on August 13th. They have to have a national terrorist threat in order to allow certain money to flow and certain powers to perpetuate because of 2001, because of the Patriot Act, because of the uh, Emergency Powers Acts, we actually have to be living in an emergency in a national security threat. Well, on August 13th, the previous declaration of, of terrorism threat in America expired. 
So instead of just, you know, whatever, dealing with things and stop living in a state of national emergency and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. they, um, they decided that we need to extend this national security threat until till November 11th so that we can have extra power, right? So JC and I so sort of... So they can have extra so power? So they can have extra power. I was speaking in their person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so JC and I experienced a little bit of that on our way to Texas out of the Tampa airport. I mean, they were searching crab, cracks and crevices at TSA. Of grandmas and grandpas. Of grandmas and grandpas. And it was just this whole thing. Now, what this domestic terrorism bulletin says is really important and you need to see this okay so this is the department of homeland security national tourism advisory system bulletin friday august 13th 2001 you can find it online the secretary of homeland security has issued a new national terrorism advisory system bulletin regarding the current heightened threat environment across the united states to the homeland continues to face a diverse and challenging threat environment leading up to and following the 20th anniversary of the september 11th 2001 attacks as well as religious holidays we assess could serve as catalysts for acts of targeted violence JC, I, is it strange to you this wording right here? The homeland continues to face diverse and challenging threat environment. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very peculiar use it's, of... It's the old Soviet. It is. Soviet language. Soviet language, the homeland. When in America has ever anyone called America the homeland? It is yeah. just so very bizarre. It, coming up after September 11th. The homeland. I mean, no, I know we have a Department of Homeland Security. No, I'm saying but that's when they started. But to actually refer to America Yeah, as that's the when they started homeland. putting that, that term out. Well, I have read lots of documents. I've not seen them use that as a proper noun like that. Mm-hmm. It's just credible. Incredible. So we're looking at September 11th, and we're looking at religious holidays between now and and the end of the year so what religious holidays between now and the end of the year ramadan's already over when is ramadan ramadan is easter are you sure yes ramadan is april it is the islamic version you know it's islamic holiday that falls right around easter so i'm just It's just interesting what religious holidays fall between now and the end of the year that could bring violent acts. Just a question I have out there, right? Here we go. These threats include those posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. These actors are increasingly exploiting online forums to influence and spread extremist narratives and promote violent activity. Such threats are also exasperated by impacts of the ongoing global pandemic, 
including grievances over public health safety measures and perceived government restrictions. It doesn't mean you can get away with your sometimes judgment. Yes, it does, Janice. Perceived government restrictions. JC, what exactly is a perceived government restriction? I don't know. One they perceive, like it's perceived. So if you don't notice it, then you're not mad about it. Yeah. As opposed to the secret government restrictions. It to me, it just sounds like they're trying to it, it, like they're trying to use that word like alleged, alleged government restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. Or just the government restrictions that are in your mind because you see if you actually see these as government restrictions because they're not they're helping you right we're not restraining you we're helping you and so that's what really really bothers me so let me move on in the document jc don't play with the trolls i'm gonna ignore janice okay Now watch this. Now I'm scrolling down. You've got to see this. Now I've put this up on Instagram. I've put this up on LinkedIn. I've put this up on Facebook so you can go see it. If you're just listening to us now and not actually watching us on Facebook or YouTube or Rumble, that's where else we are, or Twitch, right? Through the remainder of 2021, Racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and anti-government, anti-authority violent extremists will remain a national threat priority to the United States. These extremists may seek to exploit the emergence of COVID-19 variants by viewing the potential reestablishment of public health restrictions across the United States as a rationale to conduct attacks. Now, it's pretty amazing, this whole bullet point thing that they have here. Um, I wanted to, to show you what they're doing um, right here. Ideologically motivated violent extremists fueled by personal grievances and extremist ideological beliefs continue to derive inspiration and obtain operational guidance through the consumption of information shared in certain online communities. This includes information regarding the use of, well, they're trying to say we're violent, right? So we have now uh, online communities fueling violent extremists by their information that the government does not like. And by the way, they want to tell us that uh, nation-state adversaries have increased efforts to sow discord. For example, Russian, Chinese, and Iranian government-linked media outlets have repeatedly amplified conspiracy theories concerning the COVID-19 and effectiveness of vaccines, and in some case, calling for violent against Asian, people of Asian descent. So here's the crazy thing. If you are now want to know the facts about the EAU, the EUA, the Emergency Youth Authorized Drugs, if you actually want to share information about what you believe the power of government in the in the constitution the department of homeland security says that you are working with russians chinese and iranian governments 
because that's who's really, you know, you're a foreign threat and a domestic threat at the same time. Okay, so we're not even at the worst part yet because this is, this is really, really crazy. We're going to go down. How are we responding? DHS will continue to identify and evaluate calls for violence, including online activity associated with the spread of disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives. I want you to, I want you to listen to that again because I want you to catch, connect the dots, and see the connections that they're making. They will identify and evaluate calls for violence, including online activity associated with the spread of disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives. This now tells us that the Department of Homeland Security believes that speech and the publication of thoughts that disagree with government are the same thing as a call for violence. It's right there in writing, guys. Right there in writing. And you can get it on the DHS website. DHS.gov, their National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin from August 13th. DHS is coordinating with state and local law enforcement and public safety partners. So they're going to be watching your stuff too. Now watch this. This is great. Now the DHS is publishing that they have a ministry of truth. Raise your hand if you know what that means. DHS. Right here. I've got it highlighted for you. DHS is advancing authoritative sources of information to debunk and when possible preempt false narratives and intentional disinformation and providing educational materials to promote resilience to the risk associated with interacting with and spreading disinformation, conspiracy theories, and false narratives. So the Department of Homeland Security says, if you publish things they do not agree with, you are committing a violent act and that they are now in the business of, Department of Homeland Security is in the business of deciding who is an authoritative force, I'm sorry, an authoritative source of information, and then debunking whatever you do say or print or do to disagree with them. But watch this. Preempt false narratives, JC. Preempt false narratives. How exactly does that work? How do you actually preempt a false narrative when the false narrative has not even occurred yet? Could it be that you're actually seeding the false narrative so that you can preempt the false narrative? Or could it be that you're just, uh, here's what I think this is. I think this is the description of mainstream news. How do you, how do you really preempt false narratives and intentional disinformation? 
You create the news stories before people are even talking about them. It is a strange word co-location. Yeah. Preempt. Because you have, I mean, you have to say something for it to become a narrative. Mm -hmm. And then once it's said is when you can determine whether it's true or not. So right. how do you pre, the only way to preempt false narratives is to tell the truth. Yeah. Which they don't do. No. But don't Very worry, strange. everybody. The last bullet there's, point. There's got to be more to that. Yeah. To preempt false narratives. Imply, I think that since, since that literally is not, not possible it's not a thing that's my point then what it really references is controlling sh the streams of information and that's what i said it's creating the news stories right before people are even talking about them mm -hmm. this is voice of america this is the we are being told that america is being controlled by Department of Homeland Security propaganda. We're being told this. And I'll just remind you, if I may. You have to say it sweetly, though. Tell the I truth will, and say it sweetly. I will remind you, if I may, the fact that our government now believes it's lawful to use your tax dollars to create news stories to preemptive, preempt false narrative and intentional disinformation is because the Republican majority in the House and in the Senate and all of the Republican lemmings supported the Smith-Munt Modernization Act. So I just, I titled this show... total government control in the name of fighting terrorism. Yeah. So that's why we had to have that's why we have to have the Kabuki theater of all the wars on the one hand, uh, enriching the dogs of war, enriching all the warmongers. Right. But at the same time, you create this theater that gives justification for shredding your constitution at home and for taking away all of the people's rights. Mm -hmm. That's the entire purpose right. of the war theater. Right. When they were doing it behind the scenes, before the smith munt Modernization Act, when it was illegal to use our tax dollars, they did it covertly. They did it discreetly, and they didn't do it so ubiquitously. But now, it's like, it's, I don't even know how, how to well, even it say it. It's like saying, you know, we don't care if you're a drunk. Go come to work drunk, right? If you if you say to people you can't come to work drunk, then every once in a while you're going to have somebody maybe who doesn't follow the rules come to work drunk. But when you just say, "Okay, now it's legal for you to come to work drunk," then, you know, then you're going to have a whole lot more people coming to work drunk. I don't know if that's the best analogy I've ever made, but this is what I'm trying to explain. Are you referring to the propaganda that Yes. Yeah, this so yeah, that's this is this, not new. This is not new. It is not new, but the propaganda is more abundant. It is more controlling. It is more bold, and they use it as an authority to actually persecute now. And I believe that's all because the Smith Modernization Act opened the gates and said, 
I think it's I open. would use the word continuous. It's more continuous. The, the difference between now and earlier times mm-hmm. in American history, because the government has controlled to some degree mm-hmm. popular media forever. Right. Um, I would say it's more continuous. As you look back in history, they take previously they would take uh, events and, you know, it was tied to certain things like you. I think most pointedly the, the war propaganda, I could think back you know, World War One and, and World War Two and all of the war propaganda in the cartoons and the comic books, TV, the uh, the those things that they would the serials before movies. But um, now it's like it never turns off. Mm-hmm. It's every day you have a 24 hour news cycle. And now the government has co-opted fully, fully co-opted with no right. apology. Like you said, they don't they don't try to hide it in that sense. That's the one difference. Also, right. Back. Back in earlier times, the news agencies pretended more that they were um, fair and mm-hmm. and unbiased and and all that sort of stuff. Now, now they get they paid whether defend, they well they because they get paid now whether they do or not. They had yeah. to hide what they were doing so that the money could come under the table. They don't have to hide what they're doing anymore mm-hmm. because the money just comes because the Republicans and the Republican lemmings in Congress said, "Sure, we'll pay you." We'll pay you. It's absolutely, absolutely nuts. Let me read you a little bit more of this document just so you can see how this is going here, right? I, I, I want to read this, this per part here. Um, let's see. There are also co- uh, continued non-specific calls for violence on multiple online platforms. What is a non-specific call for violence? You see, it's these terms that you need to be really concerned about because they're vague, they're overbroad, they have absolutely no meaning, but they carry the power of of legal, physical rights persecutions, right? And this says, conspiracy theories on on perceived election fraud and alleged reinstatement and response to the anticipated restrictions, theories on perceived election fraud. See, that's why I say they use that word perceived as it's all in your head. Because these people want you to think that there was no election fraud. Mm. So they use that word, right? Perceived lockdowns, perceived. They're telling you, it's their crafty little way of saying crazy people perceived means it's something that's in your mind but not actually in reality that's how they're using that term let me say something well i think the non-specific would say non-specific calls for violence specific calls for violence is me is us is this show shows like this you're just we talk and uh, you know if you're complaining about it if you don't like it if you're calling them out i stand here and call them like i pointedly call fbi immoral Mm-hmm. Nazis. So in their world, then J.C. Hall, right? Those words inspire violence. Mm-hmm. That's a nonspecific call for violence. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a criminal. I'm a domestic terrorist because I criticize my this current government and its actors, its agents. And that's the point, right? Because... Let me tell you something. Our freedom of speech does not come from the First Amendment, okay? 
Our freedom of speech exists as a natural right. The First Amendment was codified to remind us that it's a natural right and that we and, and to encourage us to speak. Our right to freedom of speech is codified so we will disagree with government. The very fact that the DHS is engaging in this language, engaging in these threats, is the very reason why our founders put the First Amendment in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So that we would not be silent in the face of this kind of government. Now let me read you this, because this is going to help JC, this sort of vindication. Violent extremists may use particular messaging platforms or techniques to obscure operational indicators. They're talking about signal. They're talking about WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. They're talking about all of these platforms that America's being sold, the, the bill of goods, that they're encrypted, that they're safe, and they can't see them. No, 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 no. Don't be silly. You're using them is making them look at you, and they're right. saying it right here. Yep. They're telling you. If you're on Signal, if you're on WhatsApp, we're watching you because we know you have something to hide from us. Correct. And that's just the crazy thing. Now, here you go. I've said that a thousand times. Don't worry, nobody, guys. Nobody believes me. Nobody listens. Don't worry, guys. Um, guess what? The DHS has our best interests in mind. And even they say, don't worry. We're just identifying and preventing terrorism and violence while protecting your privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. Yeah, okay. Come on. We all know that's false. As, as we're watching you trample people's rights le left and right every day. The fact that we have 400 people in jail who, who, who are they saying over January 6th is completely a violation of those people's civil rights. Uh, the fact that they're listening to our email, our, our phone conversations, reading our emails and our text messages is no respect of our privacy. Thank you, Nate. So, I mean, this is this is it. And this is the part of the show where I get to end the show with a Chris Ann Hall. I told you so. We're so, done already. Yeah, we're done already. Jason. I wanted to show the brawl in L.A. where Antifa got. We can show that heads kicked in. We can show that. They that was kind of fun to watch. Kick. It's violent. Though. Sorry, Janice. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Antifa getting, watching Antifa get the crap kicked out of them, Janice. I know that offends your Christian, your, your touchy-feely Christian sensibilities, uh, but not mine. Are everybody ready? Justice Amy Coney Barrett denies request to block Indiana University vaccine mandate. Amy Coney Barrett declined a request to block Indiana University's vaccine mandate, signaling that similar policies going into effect could pass legal muster. Barrett, who has jurisdiction over the appeals court involved in the case, acted alone without referring the matter to the full court. She didn't even seek any guidance from anybody else. She didn't even refer. She didn't even consult. She didn't do anything. 
Put CJ up there for me, please. And Amy Coney Barrett unilaterally did exactly what I told you she was going to do at the confirmation hearings. Amy Coney Barrett is not a constitutionalist. She is not a conservative. She is not a liberty person. She is not a liberty uh, loyal jurist. Amy Coney Barrett is a precedent prostitute. Oops, I probably just made somebody mad because I called a Supreme Court Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not talking sweetly. Don't talk but like I Jesus warned talk. you, I warned you at the confirmation hearings that she was not who they say she was. And now we have two, we have two of the most important legal decisions of the Supreme Court be, that were decided by Amy Coney Barrett decided contrary to religious liberty, contrary to liberty, and contrary to the Constitution. And I hate it, I hate it, I hate it that I had to say I told you so. Now here's, here's my little rant. Because I've seen this, JC, I've seen this. Every time I post this about Amy Coney Barrett, well, why did Trump pick her? Right, because every because okay. Trump everything Trump does, touches, says, okay. endorses is if you think Amy Coney Barrett was picked by Donald Trump, you need to get educated. You are woefully ignorant on how this works. Donald Trump did not know Amy Coney Barrett any better than he knows me. Donald Trump did not go through a list of people and say, I will pick Amy Coney Barrett. Donald Trump did not pick Amy Coney Barrett. Donald Trump did not pick Neil Gorsuch. Donald Trump did not pick Kavanaugh. You pick anybody. He did not pick anyone. They were all picked by the Republican Party, who was also influenced by the cabal. Correct. Whoever they want. And you can think you know the name of the cabal. You don't know the name of the cabal. When you some. understand, the people you name are the people who work for the people. Right. We, I don't know if, this sounds crazy, conspiracy theory stuff like. Read, um, read The Killing of Uncle Sam. Yeah, there you go. You Just read The names. Killing of Uncle Sam. But those of all, those, those names are dead because they're gone. Families aren't. But their families, you don't hear their names. You don't oh, hear them talk about these people. You do if you listen to right folks. Yeah, well. You have to understand that Donald Trump did not pick the Supreme Court justices. No. So this is not about Donald Trump. This is not what? about Joe Biden. Come on, everything's about Donald Trump. It's not about, okay, everybody. 
everybody talks about how in let me let me just rant for a second before you do this jc everybody keeps talking about how incompetent joe biden is and how and how much of an idiot that he is and he is so that being true why do people blame everything that's happening on joe biden Mm -hmm. joe biden is not doing any of this joe biden can't even tie his own shoes i bet so stop blaming this is but cjc this is my point this is our perfect opportunity to turn our eyes away from the planned distractions from the planned distractions and start looking and seeing who's really involved rob Amy Coney Barrett can't be a traitor because she didn't turn against anything. She's exactly <laughs> that's, that's who she's point. always been. Yeah. She's always been this yeah. way. She's a traitor to us. She's she didn't she didn't ever. But she but she didn't betray be. anything that she believed. No. <laughs> she didn't but she didn't that's betray true. anything. She is exactly and Kavanaugh is exactly look. I figured this out, JC. I'm not like a genius, people. I'm not, I don't spend every waking moment digging into the lives of these people. But I understand liberty, I understand the Constitution, and I judged them according to that standard. And they came up immediately to me as counterfeits. But we have the perfect opportunity right now. The perfect opportunity to see what's really, really happening and what's really, really, really behind things. Because it's not Biden. It's not Trump. You know the same thing where people are like, why did Trump pick her? I'm not attacking you, Janice. People are like, why did Trump pick her? Okay, number one, Trump didn't pick her. But you got the same coin, the other side. Well, there you go. Trump is picked her to go against America. Trump didn't pick her for evil and Trump didn't pick her for good because Trump did not pick her. Biden didn't pull out of Afghanistan. Biden can't pull up his own pants. Biden did not create these policies at the border. Biden sits in his own, in a room all by himself watching other people talk on TV. Stop looking at the puppets and Amen. follow the strings, people. Amen. Follow the strings. All right. Not attacking you, Janice, Here, but let me let me just say this and be done with it. And God bless you. I didn't say you weren't a patriot, but don't come on here spreading sissy Jesus. I don't follow sissy Jesus. I don't believe in sissy Jesus. And so you want to come on the show and attack me for name? I'm not being Christian because I'm using harsh language. Why don't you Google harsh language of Jesus? I mean, people written articles and articles and articles trying to explain away. Like, this is a whole thing in the Christian community of trying to explain away uh, why Jesus used harsh language. Because ultimately, he was using it to bring people love. And that's true, which is exactly why I say this guy's an idiot because he needs harsh truth. So whatever. I'm not apologizing for what I said. If your feelings are hurt, hey, whatever. But this 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 is Chris Ann Hall's show, and this dude beside her is the co-host, JC. 
So you're going to come on and tell me about not being a legit Christian because I'm using harsh language and what I'm supposed to sit here and blow you a kiss, Janice. So I'm not attacking you, Janice. And so don't come over here, attack me and then say, I'm attacking you because I answer back. Whatever. I don't believe in sissy Jesus. I appreciate you and your group and you studying Liberty First University and you bringing us in. Okay. <clears throat> but it just is what it is. Apparently you didn't know JC was a butthole because this is just, this is just JC. So don't get mad at Chris Ann. She didn't say it, but I'm telling you, you come on here pushing sissy Jesus, especially on a day like this, whatever. I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. So God bless you. We love you in Christ. But if there's an idiot spouting nonsense in the chat room, then I'm going to call them an idiot just like they are. And it is what it is. And if that really hurts your feelings, then Janice, just go study Liberty First University classes because I'm very calm and Chris Ann does most of the classes and you won't have to be subjected to this. But this is the Chris Ann Hall show. And on this show, JC's a butthole to people who are buttholes, okay? And, you, you know, that's, that offends some people's uh, touchy-feely Christian sensibilities who follow sissy Jesus. I'm not that guy. So God bless you. Love you. No hard feelings. Not trying to attack you. I'm just telling it straight. And, you know, this whole idea that we're not supposed to judge people is just very odd anyway. Um because people follow a caricature of Christianity. Read, read the Bible the says Bible. you My know goodness. people by their fruits. You have to judge people. You're not supposed to be hanging out with the goats. So you have to judge the goat from the sheep. You right. Know, you have to. Mm. You have to judge. No, and it's always the thing, right? Because people hear, oh, he's a pastor, he's a preacher. So it's always these these different standards, right? For everybody else, mm -hmm. you know, your 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 plumber could come in, your your Christian plumber could walk through the door and say something, and like you don't say, oh, well, yours you're supposed to be a Christian plumber, da da da. So they hear, oh, this guy was a pastor, and 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 so it's always that. Oh, I'm not much of a pastor. You're calling somebody an idiot. Yeah, I talk a lot like my savior. <laughs> I mean, it just, you know, that, that just happens. All right. Everybody ready for JC's video? There we go. And I click the sound so they can hear the sound. You ready, JC? You want to give them some backstory on this or? Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is, uh, this is LA um, Antifa. It's like, it's like flat out war down there in LA. And so mm -hmm. this was on, I follow, um, Andy No, I don't know how how to say his name. Andy N G O. I guess that's Korean or something. I don't know. And Andy No, and he reports. He used to be like he was just over the border from Portland or something, and he was always reporting on Antifa. He's awesome, so you can follow him. He's on Twitter and different places, and so he shared some of these videos. And this is one he shared from somebody else that was filming. Uh, oh, another guy to follow is the Roof Korean. So if you want to keep up with all the battles going on in L.A. with Antifa, the Roof Korean. The Roof he, Korean. He is a legend. He's actually in this video, he, right? Yeah, Roof Roof Korean or Rooftop Korean. Yeah. Smashing these guys every day. It's so awesome. Uh, he's the best. He's he's absolute legend. Okay. So I enjoyed this. And so a bunch of Antifa getting cracked. Uh, this Even even one of the chicks got her Feeling got smacked in the head. So here we go. Enjoy. They came in, in bicycle helmets and masks and stuff. They, they picked this fight with the wrong kind of people. Hey, 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 hey. 
He can't even fight, but he's getting his licks in. Bless his heart. So they're trying to take the mask off, take his helmet, unmask it. Unmask them so they can see who they are. Boom, he catches the flying knee. This guy in the background. There's like five fights going on all at the same time. Here's his bro trying to protect him with his body. Good for him. Sacrifice your body. He takes a beating. Boom. They're just smacking him. Here comes the roof. Here comes the rooftop. Roof Korean right there. There he is. There's the man, the legend. He actually you saved someone. You motherfucker that just hit me in the oh. head. Beep, 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 beep. Let's, let's beep. Let's censor him. Beep. The guy with the ponytail is the rooftop Korean guy. Yeah, right there in the middle. So, yeah, that was they in... They uh, chased off Antifa in L.A. Yeah, sorry about that one part, kids. But, uh, yeah, man. Just to give him his props, there's, <laughs> here's Andy No. These guys. It's so like you can see his. It's like clown on clown violence, whatever. Twitter page. One, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't get to do the Twitter so, thing. JC covers Twitter, not. Yeah, me. one guy got stabbed. There's in the Andy of the No. He says right here, Andy No. If you, oh, he says how to say it. He he did. I think he changed it, but it used to say just Andy No. Um, yeah, one of the videos shows a confrontation right out in the street, and Antifa stabs one of the guys. Yeah, the, the thing about them. yeah, the thing about that confrontation is like none of them none of them knew how to fight, and none of them were really committed. Right, and that is a dangerous thing. If you're gonna put yourself in these situations, go take a class, guys, or something. Learn how to defend yourself. Learn how to fight. Uh, these guys were hopping up and down like little bunny rabbits on crack, and. Uh, the uh, the Antifa guy stabbed him. They're still sort of hopping up and down, hopping up and down. Well, that kind of going back and rooftop forth. Rooftop Korean guy, he knows how to fight. Yeah, he's committed. So you have to commit, man. You have to commit. You can't like go halfway. The guy just they're like oh, like a bunch of lizards bowing up mm -hmm. at each other, and then the and then the Antifa guy stabs him. So <laughs> that's the problem. Thank you, Nate, for that super chat. <laughs> yeah, none of them really meant it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know. <laughs> I enjoyed the big fella hammer fisting the guy. Like, he had no idea how to throw a punch, <laughs> but use what you got. You know what right. I mean? But that's the thing. And this is another thing that would offend, this offends touchy-feely Christians that we've run into. Uh, that you, you're not supposed to defend yourself. Oh, yeah. So, whatever. That's That's why, you know, the Lord keeps me out of situations like this because I'm... I'm not that spiritual. Uh, I'm not spiritual enough just to stand there and get punched in the face while, there we go. while quoting you. scripture. The roof Korean. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, you need some sheepdogs out there. You need some defenders out there. You need some people who are going to uh, discipline the spoiled brats. Their and parents I didn't do it, so somebody's going to have to. And if they're going to, if the police are going to stand by, the police were there when all this happened. And I'm the a, police I'm a, were were spectators to that whole thing. I'm a former pastor, by the way. I'm not. If they're going to stand there and do nothing while our property and our people are being violently abused, uh, I'm sorry. Among the natural rights of the Americans are these: first, life; second, liberty; third, property; and the right, number four, to protect and defend them in the best manner they can. Mm -hmm. So. If the government, whose only purpose is to secure our rights, is not doing their job, 
you don't have to sit around and be a victim. You have the ultimate right as the owner of your life given to you by the creator of the universe to step up and defend what is yours. That's correct, Bill. And then you're also supposed to be loving your neighbor as yourself, which extends your ability to secure your life, your liberty, and your property to securing your liber- life, liberty, and property of your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you have it. Hey, guys, did you like the show I say, today? I say if idiots want to beat the crap out of each other, sell tickets. So, guys, did you like the show today? If you like the show, give us a thumbs up uh, and subscribe. Subscribe, ring the bell so you can make sure that you get notifications and you never miss a show. Thank you to everybody who's brand new to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal today. I'm pretty sure this was uh, an interesting show for you because they're not always like this. But we are always a teach show, and we are not just a talk show. Thank you so for not being touchy-feely, Jen. So what we do is we bring you the news, what you see in the headlines, from a constitutional and principled perspective. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. JC and I are out. We will see you tomorrow. And, and I will try to get into a better mood, but <laughs> I apologize for nothing. I kicked JC out of the bed last night, so that's why he's grumpy. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I had to sleep. Unconsciously. I had to sleep on a beanbag. <laughs> Chris Ann was fighting Antifa in her dreams last night and kicked JC out of his bed. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll try to be a little bit more sedated tonight. Love you guys. We'll see you next time.